The Little Red Bandwagon, the sometimes twice weekly podcast that is sometimes about the podcast Too Beautiful to Live. In my primary resident studios in Kenmore, New York, I'm Bobby Pape, and joining me, a cavalcade of LRB hosts from across the land, starting in New Brighton, Minnesota, in the Stick of Butter Studios. It's Anne with a plan, Lundholm. Good morning, Anne. Hello, Bobby. Good evening, Anne. You threw me off there. Let's <laughs> say good evening, Anne, because it's pretty late. I'm in my recap mode. Let's try that again. Good evening, Anne. Good evening, Bobby. I'm going to leave all that in, but I wanted to give you a clean setup. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. In the Deer Blind Studios in the Mountain Room at the Ranch in Manchac, Texas, it's the jail dude, Mike Frizzell. Good evening, Mike. I gave myself away. (laughs) Good evening, Bobby. Uh, Christy, are we keeping the Necco Wafer Studios in Linwood, Washington? Is that the name? Oh, I'm making some right now, Bobby. Oh, no. That answers that question. (laughs) Emily's going to love it, and I hate it. I only have about 12 more packs. Uh Oh, Oh my God. I thought you were going to say 12 more. (laughs) No. Do you eat all the flavors? Do you eat all of them? Nope, I have a stack of pinks. Those are like a crime against humanity. So the black licorice ones? Oh, those are good. Those Those are good. Oh. 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 Christy, I really like you, but this is this is really <laughs> testing. It's beyond. Yeah. More for the, me. The alleged nice lady, Christy Wise. Good evening, Christy. Hello. <laughs> and in the middle-aged momish studios in Austin, Texas, it's Hillary H. Bomb Livingston Butler. Good evening, Hillary. Good evening, sir. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Uh, we're here for a special Friday edition of the show. It's the end of the month, so we'll dip into the mailbag. Although, uh, a combination of a light mailbag and the fact that we've been covering a lot of mail in the recap means we will only spend a few minutes there, which is fine because we are convened this evening to bring you our songs of summer. Not necessarily this summer uh, or to win any contests because if WBWR has taught us anything, the contests are all rigged. But... <laughs> We will give you a playlist. Paul Simon's going to win this, uh, <laughs> this, this year. We Cigar will give roast. you a playlist of some <laughs> God. Right. The palest song yeah, of the summer. The whitest man is going to win this. Uh, some songs for your summer, if you like, from us. It's quite a wide variety. And then 
uh, Wagoneers, we will offer you the opportunity to add to the list in partnership with our 10710 uh, sister podcast, brother podcast. We got caught with this last week, too. Our uh, Them. Them, <laughs> them podcast. Our sibling uh, podcast. <laughs> sure. Our familial podcast, Earbuds and Earworms. Uh, next week, uh, we'll be collecting your Songs of Summer uh, for a playlist on their show. So listen to ours, then give us yours, or rather give them yours, uh, and we'll do a show dedicated to your feedback as soon as somebody stops hitting their microphone arm. <laughs> Starting with mailbag. I flagged a couple of things in here. I know someone else did as well. Uh, I'll start with the one that I marked, and then whoever was in the green ink can jump in on theirs. These are uh, throw-your-phone moments from listener Ellen, who... Sends a lot of three or four moments, and I love every single one of them. This was during Mm -hmm. the hitchhiking week. They were a couple of days apart, and I wanted to read them together uh, because I think they're too fun to pass up. And, you know, they make a point, too, as Ellen often does. She says, did I miss the day in biology class where we learned that penises can shoot bullets? I'm sure Mm. I'm in the minority on this, but I got super annoyed listening to the guys patronizingly tell Cassie never to pick up anyone again. Not only is that creepy, but it's patronizing. I know men have more muscle mass, which I'm sure helps in a bar fight. But when faced with a serial killer, I think they're overestimating the benefits of simply being big. And you should note here, Ellen is uh, not particularly tall. She so is I think a short American. Some, yeah. Uh, my experience. I'm just mad. I'm mad that that uh, I don't have the standard issue penis. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> yeah, I'll more on that in a minute. My experience, parenthetically, not with serial killers, admittedly, is that a lot of outcome, uh, a lot of the outcome of dicey situation comes down to spidey senses and whether your response is uh, to a yeah. sudden attack is flight, whether fight, flight, or freeze. I am looking forward to the Greyhound report. <laughs> this was pre-bus ride, but just a couple of days later, Ellen follows up. Okay, I'd like to partially retract my rant about Cassie. I didn't realize she was sixteen. So I take that back, uh, that the guys were just being sexist. However, listening to them talk about how no one would probably take their stuff is a crime of convenience because it's not like there were some 16-year-old girl made me mad again. So I'm only a little sorry about my original rant. (laughs) This is a roller coaster of emotion that Ellen's going on here. (laughs) Yeah, she's really invested in this. It's just not a great way... To acquire Instagram followers, <laughs> you know, I mean it's a low percentage. Or is it the best play. way? I know. <laughs> yes and no. Uh, yeah, yeah. I find pictures of cheese helps. Accrue Instagram followers. That was that was yeah. good for me. You've been doing great with that. Yeah. Uh, who's in the green highlighter? That's me. Going back to the middle of the month, we had a good one from Catherine. Uh, this was all in the build up to the hitchhiking trip of course and Catherine says only andrew would say they were stress dreams but not actually bad oh andrew (laughs) i think i missed that at the time but he was like yeah they weren't they weren't that bad they were just stress dreams and i was like man he just lives his life at like about an eight stress wise doesn't he yeah uh it, it is sad that that's like a break that's like a slow day in hell Uh, then we got a good one from Alicia. Um, this was also pre-hitchhiking trip, but it was the day they decided to do research on the internet. Uh, and she says, twice in less than two minutes. 
I, I assume she's referring to needing to throw her phone. She says, one, quote, there's a lot of information about hitchhiking on the Internet, unquote. Also, white men have an advantage in the world and gas station food is salty. News at 11. <laughs> and then the second one she came up with, which was the one that made me laugh out loud, was Luke telling Andrew to, quote, keep it short, unquote, when summarizing the WBUR process. My phone is now in the river. <laughs> that was true. Also, um, on uh, last Monday's uh, show, the one from the studios at uh, 8 p.m. when Luke was like, keep it short. We don't have two hours. And then it was a two-hour-plus show. Of course. <laughs> Good job, guys. Uh, and finally, this is just uh, one that struck me particularly from Randy just the other day. When Luke pronounced Guy Lombardo, Guy Lombardo, like he was a Canadian hockey player. <laughs> I like that. Clearly, Luke has not watched very much Guy Lombardo. Neither have I, but man alive. His rendition of Auld Lang Syne. Can't beat it. <laughs> not not a song of the summer. Um, so I guess that's it for the mailbag this month. I, we didn't get to everything, but between the recap and this, we got to almost everything. And remember, you can always throw your phone at us at throwyourphone.com. Uh, with that, why don't we jump into some summer songs? We all came up with uh, one or two songs that we thought we would put on a summer playlist, and we will put these on a summer playlist on Spotify. So check for the link in the show notes and on the Facebook page. Uh, and when we get your submissions to Earbuds and Earworms, we will add those as well. Um, I don't have a rhyme or reason here. We do have a few songs submitted by people who are not with us tonight. Uh, they died. For reasons of illness. <laughs> Or contractual conflict issues. Meredith coughed in the first act of, uh, <laughs> of the recap, so now it's almost the third act, so she might be dead. She offered to uh, put her entire spiel in the Go Browns voice, but that might be a little overkill. Uh, who would like to kick us off with a song for Summer? I mean, well, I really I think go- that Hillary should I was gonna say, kick my- it off. Mine is pretty predictable, but I love it mm-hmm. so much that, and it's a part of every summertime mix I have. It is "Summertime" by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Drums, please. <laughs> A groove slightly transformed Just a bit of a break from the norm Just a little something to break the monotony Of all that hardcore dance That has gotten to be a little bit out of control It's cool to dance But what about a groove that soothes and moves romance Give me a soft, subtle mix And if it ain't broke, then don't try to fix it And think of the summers of the past Adjust the bass and let the alpine blast Pop in my CD and let me run around and put your car on cruise and lay back cause it's summertime. I I guess 
I remember being like in seventh grade, I think was when this came out, and I just loved it so much to the point that when it would come on like in February or something, and it would depress me <laughs> because I was like, it's not summertime yet. It's weird because I kind of actually hate summer now as an adult because it's like not different and it's just hot here. So it's not like a good time for me. But I still when I hear summertime, I still get those vibes of like being 13 and kind of being carefree during the summer. So it's a jam. It still is a really good song. So, you know, don't I want to share a memory about that song with you, Hillary. I was um, I was in college or shortly after um i think i was still in college and <clears throat> i was tasked with uh house sitting and i remember that uh song and that uh fresh prince and dj jazzy jeff album being really popular at the time and i remember um laying in bed with my girlfriend and we were watching uh that video and all the other videos from that album and watching uh cubs baseball and wgn because this house sitting place had cable and I didn't and not watering the lawn and it completely died. <laughs> uh, that summer. Good job. Thanks. We had parties every night. We ruined that house. It was, this, they came it back was the to stupidest thing they could have like done. Like beer cans on the lawn. You're like, sorry, it died. It was awful. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. All right. Who wants to go next? Don't make me volunteer you. <laughs> I'll do it. All right. All right. Uh, it was a, uh, I've written down, I actually wrote essays in the last hour about each of the songs that I've chosen. And the first one. Mike, you realize that we want to keep this less than two hours, right? <laughs> that's, wh that's why, that's why I've written it down. So it, it is finite. <laughs> okay. Okay, so this was the uh, summer of 1983, summer after uh, my senior year in high school, after my transfer from Interlake to Eastside Catholic High School, and the song is from Journey, and it's Lovin', Touchin', Squeezin'. Many trips with the guys to the family cabin on Lopez Island in the San Juans uh, during high school. But this was the first time we were able to trick females into making the trip. 
It was me, my friends, Jim Haberman, my TBTL daddy, Dave Michael, and Tom Sakamoto. The girls were my girlfriend, Angela Bay, my bestie, Barb Aerosmith. Hi, Barb. And somehow she talked her friend and the girl I unsuccessfully romanced during a Ross Rachel type break with Angie. Uh, when I broke up with Angie when she was in the hospital for emergency appendicitis, uh, and I went out with Colleen Kelly. You can tell Classy. that Phyllis has been watching Friends <laughs> and talking about it in the chat. One of, yeah, it's it's amazing. That needs to be its own podcast. But uh, one of the things that we love to do at Lopez, even before we trick girls into getting there, is to drink Rainier beer all day and into the night and when we reach the peak of our irrational confidence we put on air band concerts uh the kitchen and the dining room was about two or three feet higher than the living room uh where for the first time we had an audience down there so i was usually the drummer i was sitting on a milk crate in the back controlling the playlist on my boombox while tom fronted this was a real catharsis for Mr. Sakamoto because uh, he came from a Japanese immigrant family where no one was allowed even a conversational tone in their house. Like I would go over there for dinner and it was just like everyone whispered to each other. So even though he wasn't saying anything, at least he was out there like living out loud. So we had our little tiny lead singer, Tom, and he's flanked by us three idiots, two of whom are playing pizza paddles that I stole from my job at Pizza Haven and painted like badass fake, you know, guitar axes. So, and, you know, we're going to, we're going to play the hits. Um, don't stop believing, stone in love, any way you want it, you know, all the journey stuff. Our, our closer was this one and it was magical. The girls were all into it. And and into us. So after an encore, after Def Leppard, some Def Leppard ballad, ballad, I think we toweled off and paired off. And Angie and I retired to the master suite, of course, because that was my right as the host. Tom took Colleen to into the, Wait a the second. second bedroom. You, you mean and, that having the master bedroom was your right, not some sort of sleeping with the woman before the night of her wedding situation rights. Like this isn't landowner rights, right? <laughs> no, certainly not. Certainly not. We were. She was my longtime. Just girlfriend checking. Bobby, the time. Bobby, stop interrupting. This is already thirty minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Tom, I'm almost done. Tom took Colleen into the other bedroom and got farther than I did, um, probably because I had given him the heads up on the nipple situation. <laughs> and Jim and Barb got down in the living room. Barb. I was really happy. I was really happy to hear that later, both of them uh, had lost their virginity, and sad to find out that uh, my sleeping bag was involved and then ditched in the woods because of all of the blood. Uh, and uh, my friend Dave, Mike. my TVTL daddy, uh, <laughs> this is this has all been public information already. It was all on TDP, and my friend Dave was is and forever will be the custom went to bed alone and seen okay well, you paint quite the picture <laughs> okay michael livingston i will never tell a story like this do not worry 
Lots of names. I named names. <laughs> he named names. Name uh, These are all public stories. Uh, um, could we maybe go and pick a song from when I was alive? Maybe Christy, do you like to pick one of yours? Sure. <laughs> Mine is from the summer of tenth or eleventh grade, and it is so. What you want? From the Beastie Boys. So watch, so watch, so watch, so watch. So what Especially the beginning with the needle drop and the like scratchy sound of the record playing and I just this whole album it was really hard to pick which one but I specifically remember a time my boyfriend at the time had this car with like a really big system and we pulled up to the windshields donut and all got out and we were dressed all like crazy because that's what like punk skater kids did and opened all the doors and blasted it and oh. danced on the street in Redmond Best. so that's <laughs> What it reminds me of. <laughs> this summer. is this is a tangent sort of, but um, Shore Shot, I guess, was on the next album. And I used to oh, blast that so in my yes. Toyota Tercel. And I was like, yes. I had those like hand roll windows down and like, what's up, guys? Chain smoking. I'm cool. That's the best Beastie oh, Boys song. So the best objectively <laughs> no so what you want is uh, amazing so but yeah sure yeah. shot that they're all there's some good jams there my my uh, stepdaughter from my first marriage uh we used to watch that uh what you want on mtv and she was into that's it that's a good video too yeah all right with that why don't we go to one of the uh wagoneers or rather, hosts, who's no longer with us. Um, <laughs> let's start with uh, a selection from Phyllis coming to us from the silent Wagoneer Studios in the Finney Ridge neighborhood of Seattle, Washington. Because of her NPR duties, she is not allowed to appear on this contract. And also, because all of her free time is being dedicated to a new podcast <laughs> I'm calling Friends. <laughs> P-H-R-E-N-D-S. Yeah. That's great. Uh, she brings us uh, Buckner and Garcia's Pac-Man Fever.
Phyllis has written why here, and I will read it. This tape reminded me of home and helped me feel less isolated when I had to spend the summer after fourth grade at my grandma's in Prescott, Washington, 20 miles north of Walla Walla. I never fit in there and neither did my mom, but this song gave me a piece of nerdiness to embrace in the Wheat Ranchers town where my mom grew up. You don't want to fit in in Prescott, Washington, so good job by you is what I have to say about that. Um, When I clicked on the link she gave us to listen to it, refresh my memory, uh, here were some of the other songs that YouTube suggested I listen to next. Um, Steve Martin's King Tut routine from SNL, <laughs> putting on the Ritz by Taco, and Safety Dance from Men Without Hats. So Purple. I'm not exactly sure how the algorithm is working, but uh, it made me laugh. Uh, I'll go next. Um, I have uh, no story for my track. Uh, it is called. Planned with me, and it's by Kyle featuring Kehlani. Girl, why are you playing with me? Girl, who are you playing with? You've been on that new stuff. I've been on the same shit. Girl, why are you playing with me? I don't got the time for that. Might need me a refund. <laughs> I'ma need that time back You say you'll try I pray that I A thousand times before I'm not sad, I'm not crying If you mad, that's fine But I think that I should go yeah. Why are you trying to play me? You being a different you And I'm being the same me You could have Gucci but not in so navy And your homegirl wanna date me She's shady, baby Girl, why are you playing with me? Girl, who are you playing with? You've been on that new stuff. I've been on the same shit. Girl, why are you playing with me? I don't got no time for that. Might need me a refund. I'ma need that time back. Damn, why are you playing with me? You don't even like girls, huh? So I need you to tell me, baby. What you want just like the Spice Girls It's confusing cause you flirty But you ain't gonna be the one to say You ever did me dirty I got pride for that Pay no mind to that But believe me if it's fire I'll make time for that I'll be faithful Johnny Cash Walk the line for that Otherwise I'll just be single And I'm fine with that uh, This song goes way back to the early months of 2018 uh, and I chose it because it is, uh, as we would say in our parlance, a club banger. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. It's a good song. This is the kind of song you can just roll your windows down in traffic and make everybody at the red light listen to it with you. Yeah, I really liked it, That's Bobby. That's the yin to my long-witted yang. Bobby. <laughs> nice job by you. Please stop mentioning your long-witted yang or I'm going to have to make a new <laughs> sign for the chat. <laughs> all right, who's next? And you're next. I just decided. All right. Uh, The song that I have chosen is also uh, not one that there's any story to other than I heard another song by this artist on Pandora once, which is the one and only time I've been moved to actually check out a new artist from Pandora. And um, 
It's this guy, uh, Elaine Clark, who is Dutch. He, I think his father is American. His father's an American soul singer. His mom is Dutch. He was raised in uh, uh, the Netherlands. And this he has some other uh, Dutch albums, but this was his first uh, English language album from, I think, 2007. And the track is called Blow Me Away. it's such an old school kind of Motown Stevie Wonder jam track. It doesn't sound particularly modern, but it's not really, um, it doesn't seem dated either. It's got a lot of uh, like Michael Jackson kind of touches in the end. And then um, one thing that the Stubop taught us is that it is always good to have a bitch and horn section in any song for the summer and this song has that and I really enjoy it. It's a song that I will listen to uh, in the sun driving on Highway 694 with the windows open in the car and just singing along to it. It just makes me happy. It's so good. I had no idea. I didn't know who this person was. I had never heard anything by him. Um, And in some ways it actually reminded me of a sort of lo-fi version of when Luke plugged the that french dj uh no uh now i was confusing chromeo and breakbot two different artists that luke has pushed through the years but they were kind of reminded me of chromeo's slick dje sound but just less bells and whistles uh but the horns yeah so good mm-hmm. why don't we plug a couple more from people who are not with us uh we've got a couple of selections from meredith sore throat van harn including Sir Slice and Run, and that is Ampersant Run. Kick my shoes off and run. Yeah. 
I suppose I should read her story behind this. She made a whole new tab on the run sheet just for her stories. Meredith writes, my first song is Ant Run by Sir Sly. This was a Music for Your Weekend from March 30th from listener Holly in Ohio. I hate any sport involving running more than I can describe, but this song makes me want to sign up for a marathon. And then parenthetically, I didn't say run in a marathon. It's not magic. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember this song from Music for Your Weekend, but I really like it. I think that's my problem is that I need to listen to songs a bunch of times before I decide whether I like them. And 45 seconds on Music for Your Weekend never is enough time to grab my attention. Mm. Right. You also have to get through Andrew's choice, which is usually the middle one. Uh, yeah, I didn't really remember it, but she thought it might have been. And so I cheated and I just searched my inbox history for Sir Sly and Andrew at TBTL.net. And I just cross-referenced and then found it because... Oh, I wondered how you got it so fast. Yeah. Otherwise, we would have never, never known. Um, I will say, if there's one thing TBTL is actually really good at, it's chronicling the songs at the end of the episodes. I mean, it makes sense because they spend 20 minutes on every episode deliberating what it's going to be. So yes, they should chronicle it. But yeah, the, the newsletter guys sign up for the TBTL newsletter. It's pretty good. No, oh, you may get it. <laughs> <laughs> every other week. Chugalog is on there. I know that just for God's uh, sakes, don't unsubscribe from the splendid table. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, I did actually go hunting for the last time they plugged Chugalog, but it's been a while. Um, I want to add one more pick here. Uh, this is uh, Amy in Memphis, our friend Amy, co-host of and uh, founder of Earbuds and Earworms. Since we have pawned off the audience uh, participation part of this project <laughs> to Earbuds and Earworms, since we basically stole their format for this anyway, I figured we would put a pick of Amy's here. Uh, and actually, you need to read it because I won't pronounce it right. <laughs> The artist is Clara Luisa. The uh, title of the song is Aufstehen, and the album is Die Guten Zeiten. And so Mm. that translates to a title, Stand Up, and the album name is The Good Times. You're just showing off now. (laughs) I like to be complete. Einfach aufzugeben und alles, was mal war, und nicht mehr sehr. Schon wieder die Gedanken loszuziehen, neu aufzutanken und malte Baustellen endgültig zu sperren. Das kalte Gestern vergessen und verbessern und dann im Spiegelbild neuen Menschen sehen. And I did, I listened a couple of times and my German is not good enough to be able to actually understand more than words here or there. But I like to think that if I had the lyrics, I could probably do a half decent job of translating it. But it's a beautiful song. I don't think it really matters what the words are. Mm-hmm. That was my thought when I listened to it. It's really good. And she featured that on a recent episode of Earbuds and Earwords as well. So if you're not already listening to their show, 
what are you doing? You should be. It's a 10710 show. Obviously, you should listen to them. But if you haven't yet, it's a good time to jump in because uh, what's their theme this week? I completely forgot. It's because I don't have it written down in road front trips. of me. Like road, road trips. trips. Road trips. Yeah. So you can catch mm-hmm. that episode. Uh, and then they've got more coming up. And the following week will be, it's like the call-in show, I, I, whatever this week's show is. <laughs> but next week's show is going to be your submissions of summer songs uh from here well and and yes we did steal the the format for this show from that show but i stole we stole amy and i stole the uh ipod defend yourself uh format for earbuds and earworms and turned it into um why are you so into this which is we we pick out a few songs from the others uh suggestions and just wonder why are you so into this? Because like, why would someone like me be so into Love and Touch and Squeezing by Journey? Doesn't seem likely. There has to be a story behind it, right? So that's mm. that's what we're doing tonight. What I'm gathering is that we really need an intellectual property rights lawyer up in here because we're just stealing left <laughs> no, and it's, right. It gets yeah. pretty complicated. <laughs> let's yeah. let's not. It's pretty complicated. Let's not invoke that on the episode where we're playing a lot of music. Right. <laughs> 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 Look the other way, lawyers. <laughs> we ain't got no money. <laughs> uh, no, no. Those mugs. I mean, ever since we put out those mugs. <laughs> we're rolling in mug dough. <laughs> we need to put out something that's cheaper and we get more profit from them. <laughs> uh. How about some Frisbees that break on impact? What's that word? Oh, yeah. Then they'll keep buying Middle-aged them. Middle-aged momish Frisbees. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Christy, you've got a second pick here mm-hmm. that I think needs some explaining. It's a good song. Really? It's, it's an amazing song. So well, I'm not disagreeing. Just, you know, I was surprised when this artist landed on the list. Be, from me? A no, just in general. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um. Hey, I'm not falling for that trap. <laughs> So my second one is Roll Out by Ludacris. What about diamonds and gold? Is that what you keep in your mouth? What in the world is in that case? What you got in that case? Get about my face. You couldn't relate. Wait to take place at a similar pace. So shake, shake it. Roll out. First of all, everyone should watch the video because it's totally insane um, and super funny. Um, This came, uh, I knew about this song because my first year of college into the summer, so I came home for the summer, my 13-year-old cousins from Spokane came to visit with me. And all they wanted to do was drive around in the car and listen to this song and Nelly, Hot in Here. And um, (laughs) a bunch of other songs that they introduced me to because I was mostly into like ska and punk and probably Beastie Boys was the only rap that I even knew about. So they introduced me to this and we had such a great summer. Um, And then that cousin actually just recently died um, this summer. She passed away, I guess, in May. So we just at her funeral reminisced about the one that was still alive, we reminisced about how 
every time we hear that song, it reminds us of that summer. And so it was really good. And then I went back to school and I didn't, that first year, I didn't really know anyone. I was so shy. I'm not good at making friends. And so I would make my classes so that I could come home Thursday. I would never have Friday classes. I would come home Thursday at like two o'clock and drive all the way back to Seattle and hang out with my Seattle friends. So I didn't really, wasn't super excited to go back to school. And then right away I started meeting people that the first, like that September and we would go out dancing every Thursday. And this was one of our favorite songs that we would dance to. So it just like the whole summer learning about the song and spending time with my little cousins who I called my babies because they were, I could have given birth to them, I guess. And, um, then having that fun dance when I, when Chris Dow was born. So yeah, there's <laughs> what, that. What year was that, Christy? 2001. Yeah, I think we should name years when we're doing. Okay. 2001. Yeah. The thing I like about Ludacris is that you can always tell it's him because he has yes. such a distinctive voice. For sure. It's, I can he, listen to it forever because it's so interesting. Yeah, all his music and how, like, the cadence that he does, I just love it so much. I um I Christy I keep taking like a song like an artist and then being like but another song that they sing that I like mm -hmm. but I when I lived in when I lived in LA um I this was before I was dating Dave and I was like you know real cute and tiny and I was like mm -hmm. going to work out all the time and there was this dance um class at the 24-hour fitness in West Hollywood and I was like fine I'm gonna take that and they the song that they started playing was stand up by Ludacris you know it's like when I move you that one Anyway, yes. I thought, oh, this will be a fun, like, hip-hop dance class. Well, no, no, no. It was like a Broadway dance class where you have to, like, learn a whole routine in one hour. <laughs> and I have a good memory for some things, but, like, more than three consecutive moves, I'm like, I don't remember. And the poor instructor was like, just you, it's move to the back. Like, you can't get it. And everybody's, like, <laughs> performing, like, we're ready to go. We're in Hollywood. And I'm, like, you know, doing a grapevine over and over again in the back. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but and Ludacris is the, great. Yeah. Just the end of that song, um, roll out is when he says, um, get well, we played it, get the out of my business. Mm -hmm. I think I only could find the edited one. And so like that became shorthand. I don't know for everybody, but at least with my friends you'd be like, That bitch needs a roll out. <laughs> like that just meant stay out of my business because I'm gonna punch her. Like <laughs> that's a little crystal before you jumped in there. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, let's go back to 2018, uh, Hillary, with your second song. Okay, so I'm like sort of ashamed about my second song, but I have to admit, if we're going to do sort of a song of the summer, I thought we should do something that was like potentially going to be a song of the summer. It I wouldn't have, be a no, TBTL adjacent no, conversation. I, I don't, <laughs> don't want to get into this. Uh, no, I'm not saying it will be. I'm just saying it's, you know, a viable candidate. So I um, have, you know, as we all know, I have young children, and so they always want to listen to the current pop songs. And I am not a person who enjoys Ariana Grande. I think she actually does well on Saturday Night Live because she's like a, a like a showbiz kid, but I don't really like her music that much. But I actually really like her new song. Well, it's not that new, but her song, uh, No Tears Left to Cry. It's kind of a jam. It's sort of slow, but in that kind of like slow summer jam 
thing. I also am weirdly obsessed with her personal life right now. I don't know why. She's 24. <laughs> She's literally, you know, 17, 16 years younger than I am. But um, so I'm consumed with her and uh, Pete Davidson right now. Anyway, so it's all wrapped up into me enjoying this song. So No Tears Left to Cry by Ariana Grande. Right TBTL Song of the Summer conversation, even adjacent, if there wasn't some disagreement about what we should be doing here. It's true. I know. It's true. But it's really one of my like most repeated, well, because Bridget really likes it, and she makes me start it over and over again, because she likes the beginning little part. Um, but it's not that bad. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, they spent a lot right of money you. on that uh, video. I, the video, I have to like close my eyes on the video. I just like to listen to it, because the video is a lot. It's a lot of information coming at I realized that I don't know what she looks like without that long ass ponytail well and mm-hmm. see she confuses me also because she's like too small like she's too little she and I'm not yes. I don't mean like skinny I mean well, she is skinny oh. but like she's too like petite she's like four nine or something she's too small I don't understand it it doesn't does she know grande means big <laughs> I know come on man <laughs> she's venti yeah she's 16 ounces <laughs> Uh, Mike, could I impress upon you to read Phyllis's second choice? Oh, uh, where can I find this? That is on the run sheet (laughs) under her column that she added to the right. And I'm going to ask you to do it because she references a TDP moment. Well, not a moment, but a a TDP thing. That's Takedown Uh, Podcast, by the way, for anyone who's newer to us and doesn't know that Mike had had a love before LRB. This veteran podcaster has been around. He's done many tours of duty. We thank him for his Talking service. Talking about the 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 last uh, the the bottom here. Yeah. Uh-huh. The bottom. Okay. Uh, in my twenties, I was very single to this song. I know it's cheesy because it's the lead track to a documentary everyone has seen, but this be a sexy ass <laughs> song, and you can't tell me nothing. You want to give us the song and come on, follow through. Buena uh, Vista Social Club. Chan Chan. Pronounced. I'm not familiar. Pronounced. Come Chan-chan. on. Sean John. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm not hip. 
I hate music. Why do you why do you task me with something when I when I hate it? Well, because any chance for you to lean into an offensive accent. <laughs> it's like the nickname that Matt had for Mo. Um, like when I used to say uh, Poppy or Pappy or whatever it was, and I would always get it wrong. All right, so this is Buena Vista Social Club's Chan Chan. Chan Chan. She's right. It's a good song. I feel hot and sweaty just listening to it. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Well, Not down there. <laughs> For fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man, a band aid just appeared on my cheek. Ooh, it's hot in her. It's the extra R that really sells hot in her. Uh, I'll do. Uh, I'll do Meredith's uh, second one, and then we we can maybe go out with Mike. Uh, Meredith brings another club banger, in my estimation. Janelle Monae's Make Me Feel. Baby, don't make me spell it out for you. All of the feelings that I got for you. Can't be explained, but I can try for you. Yeah, baby, don't make me spell it out for you. You keep on asking me the same questions. Why? And second guessing all my intentions. Should know by the way I use my compression. That you got the answers to my confessions. It's like I'm powerful with a little bit of tender. And her blurb, as written on her blurb tab, worth noting, she was um, into the NyQuil by the time she wrote this, just for context. (laughs) This is is obvious, but it had to go on the list. Janelle Monae's Make Me Feel is such a jam. It gives me the intended Prince flashbacks. And if you listen, I don't think much else needs to be said about it. Agree. Yeah. Nope. Can't go wrong with 
Janelle Monet. Nope. This no. absolutely is a club banger and not the Luke Burbank definition of a club banger, which <laughs> basically means any <laughs> song that likes. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the jazz club in his mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and Mike, you've got uh, one more for us. Uh, and I'm curious to hear what the explanation is on this. I mean, it's a good song, but uh, I'm wondering why you picked it. All right. Wait, uh, I got to get the stopwatch. In. <laughs> yeah, please put a stopwatch on it, please. All right. Because this this is longer. No, no, no. Don't stop. There's There's a payoff. Oh, no. For me, anyway. Was there a payoff on the first Um, one? I just want to know to judging the stories. Hater, hater, (laughs) hater. Uh, I'm ready at your your convenience, Mike. Start the watch. Okay. It's the summer after my sophomore year in college at the UW, 1985. You mean the UW? And the song... What? You're stopping me already. What? Sorry. Sorry. Continue. The song is from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. It's called The Waiting. Living at uh, my frat, Delta Tau Delta, and I was always looking for an angle to reduce my house bill, so I had a lot of gigs. Uh, Rush chairman, activities director, intramural chairman, and the year uh, that uh, we're talking about, I was the summer housing coordinator. And most of the guys would go home for the summer, so we had about 20 of our 30 rooms available for summer students to rent. Because we were awful and manipulative, we only rented to girls. Is this a sexy time story? The main reason is because uh, the UW uh, for for frats had a soft rush. It's not like the one-week rush the sororities had right before school started. We had all summer to recruit. And when I was the rush chairman, my good friend Mike Smith and I would actually make home visits all over the northwest to recruit guys we wanted but that was 83 now it's 84 and it was my job to populate the house with ladies my mom was complicit and knew this was a thing so she directed her best graduating student to me karen mitchell was the valedictorian at sammamish high school and the star of my mom's honors english and shakespeare classes and a cute brunette. My mom knew my type and wanted me to get with Karen. Karen came into the office and filled out an application, and we and she uh, actually vouched for a roommate that she had met through some cute, smart girl camp, I'm sure. So summer quarter arrives, and a few weeks later they show up. Uh, I help them bring their stuff up to the third floor down the hall from me. And she gave 
and uh, I'm sorry, I gave them a house tour. Over the next few nights, I spend time in their room, getting to know them and talking. The more time I spend down there, the more I realize that Karen that Karen is uh, not for me, but this roommate, Chris Lichtenberg, is so fresh. She's so fresh, exciting to me. Uh, but Chris gave little indication that I was interesting, so she studied while I chatted her roommate up. I was a jock type guy and she was interested in fashion conscious guys in fact she just had a terrible breakup with one uh so i stopped going down the hall to gaze at chris while she was studying and just making that stupid small talk with karen but one night i was in my room with the door open because it's hot as balls in the third story of a frat in late june early july with no AC, and I was playing Tom Petty on my stereo because Tom Petty is awesome. Rest in peace, bro. Uh, and Chris wanders in and says, I've been hearing this for a while, and I finally got brave enough to come down and see who was playing it. It was kind of a relationship icebreaker, and we started hanging out in my room and listening to Petty and getting to know each other. And I really liked her, but she was inscrutable as far as romantic feelings so I didn't make a move one night in July I want to believe it was my birthday we said goodnight and she left I closed my door I peed in a Gatorade bottle as is the custom because the men's bathroom is on the second unnecessary floor unnecessary detail <laughs> I, I tucked the bottle under the bed and uh, she busted through the door um, turned the light back on and I was just sitting on the edge of the bed and she came to me and we fucked like animals for the rest of the summer. Jesus. But to be fair, to be fair, Anne, to be fair to her rapaciousness, I, I don't want to, you know, I had been playing basketball that night before we were listening. We had our listening session, the petty thing, and I was shirtless, so my ab situation was on full display. So um, after we became a couple, this song, The Waiting, became everything to us because we waited too long. We should have been doing that at least two or three nights before <laughs> we finally did it. But where was your sleeping bag during this? A uh, sleeping bag had long deteriorated in the woods outside of the cabin in Lopez. So the Gatorade bottle. Neither one bottle, of us were virgins, obviously. The, the Gatorade bottle full of pee was under the bed <laughs> while you were having relations yeah. with her. Ah, yeah, most most. All right, Howard Hughes. I mean, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure exactly how I'm going to cut the song in there, but we'll make it work. You've heard it by now, listeners. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. You just when it's done, you just you just re you hit it again. You know? That was uh, five minutes and forty seconds, by the way. <laughs> wow, that's a one and a half waiting. <laughs> I'm gonna have to put an Andrew-sized uh, special mix of it in there, I guess. Uh, and those <laughs> wagoneers are our songs of summer for summer, any summer from any summer. Uh, give us yours. By the way. And and I could do this, I could do this for many 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 summers because I hate music so fucking much. Well, and you're uh, old. And there are a lot of summers <laughs> for you to go through. 
<laughs> lived through a lot of summers. Yeah. Can I ask a Can I ask a question that I've been thinking about? Because my friends and I were talking about like what the current song of the summer might possibly be, and somebody brought up I guess this is America and I think I like the video I think is like a great piece of art and I think the song is good I would feel really weird jamming that in my car as a white person rolling down the window in my minivan I just but it's really popular though I thought that too and then I just heard at um Ellie's school they had a dance troupe come into the like she's at a kindergarten through eighth grade school and they uh, came in and did a dance to that I gotta carry and then all the kids were singing it for the rest of the year i mean i guess that's better i guess that's good if you understand the underlying meaning of it but it right. seems so odd to be you know celebrate like joyously dancing to it but you know whatever it's a good song it's a good jam but mm-hmm. i just feel uh complicated about it I don't have a good answer to that. <laughs> Sorry. Tens, tell us at throwyourphone.com <laughs> if you think This Is America is a contender for Song of the Summer. Actually, don't, because we are not getting into that mess. No, tell no. TBTL in two or three months when they launch their Song of the Summer contest. In, like, October or something when they... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've we've had no sign of it no. so far, which is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they should have started it by now. I mean, multitasking is not their their you know best. You're right, <laughs> right, right. The person who's good at multitasking had way more. Andrew had yes. a million things on his plate for sure. Mm-hmm. Right, That's and true. if he's gonna solicit submissions and then listen to all two hundred right. that come in, that's got to wait for a little bit here. Yeah. yeah, not when they're on the road with maybe no Wi-Fi for days. Mm-hmm. And more tongue coming off every second. Oh, <laughs> come on, Mike. Oh, man. No. I mean, talk about worries. Are we worried? Ugh, this episode's already pretty long. We can't. <laughs> yes. Yes, of worried, course. For another day. Uh, listeners, your feedback, your summer songs, obviously the rules are pretty lax on when they're from or where. Uh, you can post those to our Facebook page, or better yet, uh, we'll have Amy... Uh, start a thread over at the earbuds and earworms facebook page mm-hmm. if you haven't already liked it we'll link go check is it, it out an open Th- group though uh i think so if it's not we'll figure it out we'll get people in it songs of your summers if not this summer right so is she making that's what like i want to hear i love stories i don't i don't give a fuck about what song came out this summer i want to hear stories about your summer best summer worst summer most interesting summer summer where you fell in love right. All that shit. Next week's theme on Earbuds and Earworms is going to be summer songs populated by suggestions from Wagoneers. So we're hijacking her episode on her premise with our theme for a week. That's how we're doing the crossover show. one of us going to be on there? Would have been a great question to ask in the pre-planning, Christina. I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't gotten that far yet. be on the show. I've, I've already done it twice, so... Um, I've done that format yeah. twice. Uh, and then we're going to have a Spotify list, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. we'll do a Spotify list of all the songs we mentioned, and then we'll add all the 10 songs and uh, anything else we feel like adding. And and I'll probably just end up making it a collaborative playlist so other people can add to it too. Uh, links, website, show notes, et cetera, Facebook page. We'll, we'll put it all there. Uh, Hillary, 
can we rely on you to do a little housekeeping, please? I guess so. I'm not that good at it at my own house, but I'll do it here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> buy stuff from us. Uh, buy some merch. And actually, Kenneth and I think Amy both were wearing some awesome shirts at uh, the live show, the RAR yes. shirts, which was amazing. Good job, mm-hmm. guys. Uh, good brand ambassadorship. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. Um, the website is 10710.com slash shop. Um, the archive project is still going forward slash forward I'm sorry, slash. Forward, I'm sorry, forward, forward slash. Guys, just go to ten seven ten. Look for the shop I thing. A, I have a question. Yes. Um, this is just putting it out. If we were to um, redesign the uh, what is it, middle aged momish ten, I wonder if people would buy that as a shirt or a hoodie. Something we can make money on. Well, of the mugs. no, just because wearing it like you have it as a mug. <laughs> But then, like, maybe you want to wear it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let us know. Because yeah. I, I don't know if I can we pull off a, the shirt. We have wooden boats to buy. <laughs> well, we can also make it. We just have to revamp how the text works. Because, right. obviously, it's not going to wrap around a mug. So, <laughs> just ideas. Yeah, well, that's a good idea. Let's, let's all think about it. Because I probably would buy one. Because um, that's, you know, that's my, that's, you know, my... Those uh, are your people. Studio name, so I have yep. to buy one. Um, uh, get, in, uh-huh. <laughs> get involved in the archive project. Um, Christy, how, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Um, just our email address, okay. which yeah. is Wagon at gmail.com. Awesome. Um, and then buy stuff from our Amazon link at littleredbandwagon.com forward slash Amazon. And I have it linked on the top of my little browser on my uh, Chrome, and it's really easy to go to. And I made Dave do it as well, and I'm making my friends slowly convert to it. So it helps us out just a little bit. Huh. Um, earbuds and earworms, as we talked about earlier this week, it uh, was road trips. And then obviously um, upcoming is summer songs. So give it a listen. Uh, Mike? All right. How to get involved with us? Uh, LittleRedBandwagon.com. ThrowYourPhone.com is just blowing up. And that's fantastic because that's hashtag content for us when the hashtag content from TBTL just gets thinner and thinner and thinner. Meredith's stay on the so. recap last week was mostly just reading the throw your phones. They pretty much narrated the entire day. <laughs> right. She had two notes and then like five throw your phones. So thank you so much on her behalf. Uh, we have a Facebook page, which is, go- which is good and we'll be getting even better now that we're going to be talking about this music stuff. The show Twitter is at LRB Podcast. You can email us at littleredbandwagon at gmail.com. Obviously, that's where you uh, get at Christy to help with the archiving. The voicemail text line is 802-432-TBTL, 802-432-8285. Fax us at 617-354-8513 because uh, our printer is in the bedroom. And if you just fax us in the middle of the night, it could spice things up for us. Um with that Hillary why don't you get us out of here <laughs> wow that didn't really sound very sure but all right um. <laughs> well you know I want to I want to keep things local I you like know? it I like it just like <laughs> 10 miles down the road all right guys yeah. until next time this is the next party oh my god I hate music <laughs> and we love you Jen always it's just me left. <laughs> Nailed it.
It's been a while, Bobby. Good job. Not going to sing a song? Sing us out? Oh, no. You know what, though? I only picked one song, and most of you picked two, so I'll pick a great outro song and add it, and uh, I'm not going to say what it is now because it. I don't know what it is, so stay tuned for that. You earned it with hosting and being generous <laughs> and all that shit. Being a generous <laughs> lover. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I could choose... 50 songs and have stories twice as long. Jesus Christ. And this is why I hate music because it's a, it's fucking emotional and I hate it. it brings back all kinds of memories and I don't like memories. So fuck all y'all. <laughs>